welcome back to Voice Memos to God. Um, my name is Tanu, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host. My name is Jess. Thank you for the lovely intro, Tanu. Happy that you guys are here listening. Thank you for coming to our 20th episode. Yeah, can you believe 20 episodes, Tanu? Big 2 Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's kind of a lot. Kind of a lot. It, it is a lot. Yeah. I mean, we started this podcast in, I want to say May. May. Mm. Yeah. I think May. So, and I think we've maybe missed like one or two weeks so far. So we've been so consistent for 20 weeks of That's podcast insane. episodes. So I didn't think we'd make it this far, honestly. So <laughs> I knew we would because I'm in it for the merch. <laughs> yeah. For the merch, for the Jesus merch down the line. I, um, I think we should put a poll of like the God's passenger princess sweatshirt. I think that's our, gotta be our first drop. That's like the only thing we can do. Hundo P, girly. But let's get into the episode topics. So I guess before we get into the topic of today, which uh, is a great one, considering the stages of life that Tanu and I are both at. Tanu, how was your week this past week? Goodness. It happened and now it's over. Yeah, so I feel that. God for that. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> I had a second round interview yesterday for a part-time remote job that I would really like because it's remote and part-time. Like, and officially, like, it is actually part-time. Like, it, it is, is part-time. Part-time. Okay, part-time. good, good, good. <laughs> Thank goodness. If you listen to the last um, episode, you know that little little story. They did email me and tell me I didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you did make it clear that you were not interested, so... Like, oh no. Oh well. Um <laughs> uh other fun things that happened this week. I registered for the MCAT. Registration Lovely. opened on the 24th and the 25th. Um 24th for like states on the East Coast and then the 25th for like literally the 30 other states. And I had an exam at that time. So my poor mother had to register me for the MCAT and she was so stressed because she was like, I cannot mess this up. And it's a very stressful process. You get onto the website 10 minutes before it opens. They put you in a random place in line, but you know you don't know the place in line until the line actually opens. And then it tells you your place in line. My mother was 16,000th in line. <laughs> so her wait time was over an hour. And then when you finally get in, you only have 10 minutes to register for the MCAT. So I had to go on the day before and get in line (laughs) to fill out all my demographic information so she didn't have to worry about that. So she just had to pick a test center. Um, And I wanted to take mine on a Saturday at a test center very, very close to my house because I'm not driving around on a stressful Uh day already. Um, So she was just like really stressed about getting the right test center at the right time on the right date because they do fill up. So Oh my gosh, this sounds like getting Taylor Swift tickets. Like literally. Genuinely? It sounds I'm gonna, so I'm hard. gonna wait it online. This to is get an MCAT. Like ticket. you're paying to do this. You're paying them <laughs> to take the MCAT. And so basically, if you miss this entry period, like within the last two days, like do you just not have a spot for this cycle at all? Or how does it work? I think you can get a spot. It just wouldn't be ideal. So I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. get to like pick my ideal time, day, or location. I also right. look in Ohio. Okay. and Chicago because I was like oh I can drive home and take it but yeah. that one was already filled so. uh, okay yeah props to your mom for doing that my mother would not be able to handle the stress of of doing that she just simply would break down like she would do it for me she would do it but she was like she would be like can you get someone else to do it like I'm just so nervous like you, you know how, how nervous my mom is especially with you know races and stuff like that which we'll get to but I very much pride your mom for doing that like that is that is awesome that she got the spot and that she got the spot and the location's less than a mile away. She did a very oh, good wow. job. Shout out to my mom. Wow. Shout out mom. We love it. 
great woman. And then, oh, I didn't mention this on last week's podcast because we recorded before I got to go, but I've started volunteering at a children's yeah. hospital. Okay. 10 out of 10. I put on the notes that I only cried once. <laughs> and I hope, are those happy tears or like? No. Oh. <laughs> why, why are you crying? It's just like really sad because some of the kids there don't have any family. They're like in yeah. the foster care system. Oh my god they're like in the foster care system so they have no one to come visit them and they have like these life-threatening diseases and it's they, like, have you, they have you they have you i'm there and i'll make it all better do you want to play a game <laughs> yeah so it's very rewarding and unfortunately i was telling you in a voice memo yesterday that it's over church time but i feel like it's the one good excuse i could have <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can always shift your schedule after you get started if, flex- if it gets more flexible with like the volunteer yeah. hours and you can go to a different service too. Doesn't your church have three services? Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. uh-huh. yeah. Well, that's good that you started that. So you're doing that and you're still doing the uh, volunteering at the convent. Yeah, I am. I'm going later today. It is Oktoberfest. <laughs> Any fun stories recently? Um, No, not since our last podcast. Just <laughs> that was a good one I listened back to that one when I was editing and I was like this is funny this is the way you told me it was hilarious like these poor women just like getting hit on the head just just want to play beach volleyball um I love it how was your week Jess my week was uh it was also it happened it 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 happened um similarly to you I just don't want to look back in the past week and I would like to move forward. However, we're going to chat about it a little bit. So, uh, rough week. However, we're going to look forward. Um, the marathon was on Sunday. So I've been doing a lot of marathon weekend or like week festivities. I've been doing a lot of content around the marathon. I've just been prepping myself and trying to figure out what is the best way to help other people prepare for this race. If they've never run a marathon before, if they're running this one specifically for the first time, which I also am. So it's just been a week full of not really that much running because I'm resting, but a lot of just running content, running energy, mm-hmm. like all the good, good running um, endorphins that you get from running. So that has been a positive of this past week. I'm very much looking forward to it, but I'm also looking forward to a season of my life post-marathon where I'm maybe shifting focus on other things. I feel like for the past couple of months, my life has been very centered around running. And I think that's been great, but I think there's definitely other things that I'd like to prioritize more in my life that I want to focus on post-marathon. So you know me, I'm always on to the next thing. Of course, I'm always figuring out what my next race is, but more than that, I want to figure out like what what, it, what God is doing in the next season of my life post-marathon. I think he's done a lot of really great things in this season of, you know, discipline training and like getting involved in the running community. But I think there's a lot of room for growth in the next season of my life. Um, so just really excited for, for what that's going to bring. But honestly, nothing significant happened this week that I'd like to share on the podcast. Otherwise, I will cry. And I already used my <laughs> quarterly cry. So that is a note. Uh, if you guys have seen some of my TikTok videos, I have this rule, which I try to follow like pretty good, that I only cry once a quarter. Uh, I didn't cry in Q3 though. So technically I have two in Q4, right? Like that should be how it works. But I did use my quarterly cry this this uh, last week. So that was a little, I that was a little about your quarterly cry. That always cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. I have a list in my notes tab of 2023 cries, the date and the reason. <laughs> I, I literally if I did that the list would just be like <laughs> scrolling infinite scrolling 
<laughs> yeah, it's just been like, oh my god, like yeah. stop bothering me. <laughs> I know. I, I think I've cried like three or four times in Q1 though. So like we're on the up and up, what and like twice in Q2. Year. Like yeah, it's always hard. So. I feel like I should up it to to at least two per quarter. I feel like that's a little there bit. There you more go. Myself. Yeah, two a quarter, and then if I have a good quarter where I just don't cry, then like those roll over to the next one. You know. So end of the year, you've got eight cries. <laughs> Woohoo! Time to cry it up. Like, what am I going to be going through? So that was my week. Should we get into our Bible verse favorites? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep us rolling. So my Bible verse favorite was inspired by me just going through Psalms this past. I guess these past few days, I've just been feeling very uh, how do you say far from God, um, which we'll <laughs> talk about in the episode. <laughs> and I think sometimes when I feel that. I don't exactly have a clear direction of what God wants me to read or do. And I think oftentimes I find myself in Psalms because it's very easy to just like open Psalms and read a few of them and feel a little bit back on my feet. So this is from Psalm 121, 5 through 8. Um, it's a pretty, pretty well-known one. Uh, it says, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is at, the Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. So I chose this first because even though I am hashtag going through it right now, I know that <laughs> I know that God is walking alongside me in this season of my life. And he is just always caring for me, always watching out for me. And he is protecting me, even if I don't necessarily feel it in every single moment of my life right now. So I chose this one just for comfort and peace in this in this time. Um, I feel like it's one you can relate to in a lot of different ways. Like you can also think of this when you're going through good times and you're just like, yes, like God is providing, God is here, God is with me. But I think it can also be a good verse to to reflect back on when when you're struggling. That's actually beautiful. I mean, they're <laughs> always beautiful. Not like that's that one actually that would actually good is, is yeah we, we can't compare or rank bible verses because everything in god's word is pristine and amazing and good and amen. gracious amen amen but i do think this one was relatable to uh the two of us this week so that's kind of why i pulled very it. comforting yes yeah. what about your bible verse favorite of the week thank you so much for asking so my <laughs> bible verse favorite comes from second corinthians chapter four verse six for god who said let shout nope let me try that one more time <laughs> for god who said light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of god in the face of christ can i get a amen amen. <laughs> amen i jumped the gun um, on that one <laughs> you were so ready <laughs> i was so ready i take this in two ways one i'm going through a season you're going through it I'm going through the it right now and it's not like the best it I've ever gone through you know <laughs> like I've had better times so yeah. on one hand I could view this as a time of darkness but always know that God will shine light through the darkness on the other hand darkness can be thought of as not being close to God not believing in God not walking with God but God will always show through that and shine the truth so on one hand I'm feeling a little dark not dark in that I'm far well I'm feeling like I'm it's a rough time mm -hmm. on the other hand I'm feeling like there have been some interactions that I've had with people who aren't as religious as I am that have made me feel really bad mm -hmm. but 
in both of those instances of darkness, God will always shine the light. Amen. Yes. He will always shine the light. And I think there is just a room for, you know, it's, it's hard to say, like, find the green pasture, find the the bright, you know, whatever those phrases are, like, find the good things in life. But, like, mm-hmm. oftentimes it's not that easy to just, like, only focus on the good things because there's a lot of bad and hurt in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it does hurt. And I think it's okay to recognize that hurt. Of course, we want to look for the positives and, like, see God in everything. But sometimes we'd be hurting like we'd be done bad like you know right we right yeah <laughs> um but but this verse really does say like you know light does shine out of darkness like these two are always going hand in hand it's never going to be 100 light it's never going to be 100 dark like there is like a combination um and it ebbs and flows depending on what season of life you're in exactly and i wouldn't mind if anyone's listening being in a little bit of a lighter season but i'm walking the path i'm sitting yep. passenger princess yep hopefully he makes a turn you know yep. sometime soon but i have no say so <laughs> i'm just going to turn up the music and keep on riding keep on vibing keep on praying keep on riding in the car of god's vehicle because you know, we can make all these plans for our life. And I think that's something that I do a lot as I make all these plans and I'm like, oh, I want to do this. I want to achieve that. But at the same time, like it's really, it's really not up to me. Um, it's, it's up to God. So letting go and letting God, which is an episode that we did recently now that I'm recalling, uh, is a continual struggle. Um, but that kind of relates to the current season that we're in. This is just like, we won't be in the season forever. God willing, <laughs> God willing. But while we are in it, we need to, you know, learn how to navigate and cope with our feelings and work through it yeah so moving to a may- maybe a more positive note potentially um let's go into our jesus stories for this week so today do you want to tell me if you have any jesus stories for this week i'm so glad you asked Jess. thank you so much so um as you can tell from our note sheet my jesus story is oh my gosh i spelled that wrong <laughs> i tried I to spell we struggling <laughs> but it came out we struggling with no r <laughs> which is actually like pretty accurate to how I'm doing it's reflective of the struggle <laughs> it really is it really is I can't even struggle right like <laughs> I'm just struggling <laughs> so no Jesus okay. story from me this week God is all around us um <laughs> but this week uh I was not listening hard enough <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and as we've said on the podcast before, like we're not going to have Jesus stories personally every single week, even though we know God is moving in many, many ways in our earth and in the world. The two of us are only two people and we cannot see everything that's going on. And like we said, sometimes we are in these seasons where it's hard to see goodness and grace and, and all of that. Yeah, I am going to the convent later today, so maybe God will be <laughs> maybe God will be moving there. <laughs> I feel like God's going to be moving there, and you will have one already ready for next week. You'll be so prepared. Yeah, so get ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm always ready to know. <laughs> Would you like to share your Jesus story? Yes. Yeah, so mine is also stemming from <laughs> going through it, <laughs> struggling. But I do have a bit of a positive end to the story, which is why I'm I'm pulling some strings to make it considered a Jesus Reach story. for that. Reaching for that. So backstory, guys. Did I mention that I'm going through it? Like <laughs> I am going through it. I, I will say I'm a little bit on the up and up now. Just a bit. A little bit on the up and up. However, this time last week, I was down bad. <laughs> down bad. <laughs> 
I can laugh about it now. The listeners are probably like, these two girls need, need help. <laughs> like they need help. They, yeah. Anyways, um, I was going through it. And so I uh, told some of my friends the situation that I was going through, whether it was in person, through voice memo. I just kind of shared where my heart was at. And even though I was going through a very tough time, I felt very supported by these people that I told what I was going through. So, um, for example, to do, I, you know, talked to you about this through voice memo. I think I sent you like a 10 minute long voice memo. <laughs> which, no, it was like, nine minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was the short version of the story. So, uh, and to responded so gracefully and with such encouragement and like Christian values put forward. And I think actually like all pretty much all the people that I told about this thing that I was going through did approach it from a Christian perspective. And I think I just felt very overcome with like love and support in the situation being like, even though I'm going through a hard time, like I know my friends have my back. My friends are here for me. It's like tough in the moment, but you really just do need that encouragement in the moment to be like, ah, like, and also I will say the acknowledgement that this is hard. I remember exactly the, the one of the texts you sent me was very impactful. You were like, that was really tough to listen to. And I was like, thank you for saying that because it was like, it was tough to go through and thank you for acknowledging that like, it's not an easy thing to go through or an easy thing to listen to because it's inherently hard. And I think something we'll talk about during this episode topic that like life is not easy. Being a Christian is not easy. And these things that we go through, like it's, it's hard. It's like really, really hard. And so first, like the acknowledgement that my friends had of like, I'm sorry, you're going through this. Like, this is very tough. Like, let's try to think how we can move forward from this and kind of like recenter yourself around um god and your faith and i just was like very grateful for that for that so i thought that was a jesus story we're on the up and up you know we're getting there hopefully we don't get knocked back down but please, I was no, god, please. <laughs> please god please do not knock me down I'm again on my knees right now. i mean hey they say uh god only gives you like what you can handle um True. so we can handle we can handle I'm this so strong but i'm very <laughs> weak he, <laughs> he knows something I, can, I don't <laughs> he thinks i can squat like 300 pounds but i like simply can only do a bodyweight squat so, like, <laughs> jesus please help me <laughs> please help uh we're calling out to you for help so that was my Jesus story of the week was just feeling loved and supported during a tough time. Amen. One thing I will say is I clearly don't do enough volunteering. So I have added a third one and do I sleep? No, don't worry. Don't ask. That's a trigger. Don't, don't ask, ask don't me ask. about that. It's really rude. <laughs> no, one of my volunteer, my third volunteering that I'm doing now is crisis counseling. And I've been going through the training on how to move they say move people from a moment of hot mess (laughs) it's like hot something to a cool calm so just helping acknowledge what people are going through helping brainstorm ways to feel better not to solve the problem oh my gosh when I tell my mom something's wrong she wants to solve it No, no 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 just tell me it sucks and that I'm very strong for going through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love crisis. I think everyone should go through crisis counselor training because it helps you approach things in a way that is so helpful to the person that is coming to you. And I just wish some of the people I knew went through crisis counseling. But anywho, these- <laughs> shall we get on to our topic of the day? Yes, we should, because I feel like we just keep rattling off how we're going through it. And I feel like we picked the perfect topic. Really hard. Like, (laughs) you could never be me. Like, (laughs) so instead of complaining, we are going to have a little bit of a therapy session with each other and figure out how we deal with this. 
and how we can maybe encourage others if you're going through a tough time. Maybe you're not right now. Maybe you're not going through a tough time, but still listen, because (laughs) at one point you will probably struggle as it is inherent in Christian living that life is not easy. So Mm -hmm. with that to know, let's get into it. So as we've mentioned, just like once or twice in this podcast, we're kind of down bad at the moment, not in like our bestest places. Um, Obviously, we recognize that we have very privileged lives. We're not saying we're dying or anything over here, Um, but we do have struggles. Everyone has struggles. And let's not go through the struggle Olympics of ranking struggles and whose lives are hardest, Um, because obviously some people's lives are a lot harder than ours. We're not saying that like, this is the hardest thing we've ever, like no one can ever relate. We are just trying to share ways that, we're just trying to share how we go through life as Christian women. And one of the things we're going through is struggling with our connection to God, struggling to feel like we are doing well in life, like we're happy, yada, yada, yada. So we're going to talk about the episode topic today. I should mention this disclaimer is coming from absolutely nowhere, <laughs> but I should mention the episode topic is tough seasons of life and feeling far from God and how we navigate feeling down, feeling kicked down you know like a pebble down the street I've just been rolling and rolling down that street so if this is a triggering topic for you because um we are two very privileged women (laughs) complaining I understand you could just and I'm not trying to be rude here but you could you could go um but if you'd like to stay you are more than welcome thank you we love you Yes, you're always welcome to stay. And again, like uh, if this is not going to resonate with you right now, maybe save it for later and you can kind of listen to it at your own leisure. Uh, but yeah, like Tanu said, we overall have very great and privileged lives, but that's not to say that our lives are 1000% sunshine, butterflies and rainbows. Like even though we are, you know, overall, like we're, we're healthy and, and all, there are things that we struggle with. And I think oftentimes, even just from my perspective, being on social media, a lot of times people see my life uh, different than how it is. Like I would say like only my close friends know that I'm going through it this week. Like you cannot tell from my Instagram that I'm going through it, but I am. And I think that's often, you know, everyone says that, oh yeah, social media is not real. Like, okay, yes, it it is real because the things that I'm posting are real. I'm just not necessarily posting 100% of everything that I'm feeling because I don't need to overshare with thousands and thousands of people on the internet. So just a disclaimer that like, you might not know when your friend is going through it either. Like, unless they directly tell you, they can put on a face. They can, you know, they can, they can be okay. So that's kind of our initial intro to this topic, but I'm very excited to talk about this topic, especially because Tanu and I are very much on the same page on this one currently. I will say, I think it's really cool when Tanu and I bring different perspectives, for example, on like introvert versus extrovert things or like resting versus not resting, but we're very much on the same page today. So if we get into our heads a bit of being down bad, that is why, because we are going to be vibing off of each other. So let's just get into it. Um, I feel like we've already touched on this in the intro, but Tanu, what kind of season are you going through currently? Are you going Bad. through it? <laughs> Tell us <Yes>. more. <laughs> so I would say <clears throat> I'm in a very mm, bad is so he's doing his best. Jesus wants me to be happy. I know he does. I don't want to say bad. bad. I'm going through, oh, you used this yesterday, a rough season of life. Yeah. So I, I've talked about this in podcast episodes before. And one feeling lonely because I'm going through like the med school application process, but I'm going through as a non-traditional student. So I don't really relate to pre-med students. One, because they're like six years younger than me. <laughs> and two, because they are, they're just like doing, when you're doing a traditionally, you're, you have a lot more resources and a lot 
bigger community because you're going through it with a bunch of other people. I have me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. so it can feel a little lonely and I don't want to be that annoying friend who only talks about one thing all the time even though that's the only thing I'm thinking about <laughs> do that do you oh then I should stop. yeah that's me I say <laughs> I literally only talk about running all the time I'm so annoying about it anyways but you talk continue. about different things within running it's not just yes. like yes, yes one yes. thing I would just be talking <laughs> about one thing all the time <laughs> so that's a little isolating on top of feeling isolated because of the the um track that I've decided to take my life I decided to do this to myself so I'm not like it's all my fault um I also feel like I'm far from a god-focused community I only have two friends and you're one of them who view life from a Christian perspective and I am feeling very othered by my friends who are not viewing life from a Christian focused perspective I'm feeling like the weird kid who sits alone at the lunchroom because everyone's like, I don't know what he's talking about. He likes to talk to himself. Don't talk to him. He's crazy. (laughs) It's like, why am I crazy? Why can't we just respect each other's differences? So I'm just feeling, I'm going through it. I'm lonely. I'm I'm not tired. I went to sleep at 2 a.m. and I woke up and I took two exams and I feel great. I'm going to go work out after this. That's some more stuff. I just, I, I'm not tired. I'm just lonely. I'm sad. Okay. Yes. That is, yeah. I also on the, on that, God is giving you lots of energy and that is, he's providing that. That's amazing. Um, but no, totally get that. No I feel like, yeah, I feel like community is a huge part of just feeling like how you are in your spiritual journey as your community. And so, uh, I, I get you. And I've had moments like that where I just like your friends are not approaching from a Christian perspective and it makes you question your own beliefs first. And then secondly, you just have this longing for Christian friendships and like a support system that backs you up in the same way that you look at things. So I totally get that. I actually feel similarly opposite on that because I feel like I do have a very solid Christian community. However, I feel guilt that I'm kind of the weak link right now. If that makes sense being like, I feel like my friends are doing a great job of supporting me through this rough stage of my life. But I also feel this urge and longing being like, I want to support them. And I feel like they're giving me all of their energy, but I'm like, I need to outwardly express that to them. And of course, things ebb and flow, things ebb and flow in their different seasons where we're supporting each other. But I feel like I'm the one who's struggling. I feel like I don't belong because I'm not right with God right now. And I'm far from God. I definitely feel slightly inferior because my personal relationship with God is struggling. And so I don't feel as connected to my community, even though they are being great and loving and supporting me 100%. So it can go both ways. And I'm glad we can provide like two different perspectives here. But yeah, it's it's tough. I think you should give yourself grace. Like, I think I said this in the voice. I record so many voice memos and then don't send them because they're like four minutes <laughs> Just long. send them. Yeah. Literally, I'm going to listen. Like, it's yeah. fine. I just need I just need to believe that people care what I have to say. I, I, I do care. I, I'm giving you that affirmation <laughs> right now here on the pod live. I do care. You should give yourself grace because hi Grace. Because <laughs> I I think that you're I don't know if you think you're a bad friend right now, but I think you're a much better friend than you're giving yourself credit for. And I think I said in one of the many voice memos I deleted that I have people in my life who uh we call each other friends, but if I asked them, like, what is one? I have a list of 16 med schools. What is one school that I'd want to get into? They'd be like, mm, Harvard? Be for real. You don't know my, like, last name. Like, what's my favorite color? Like, how how old am I? Like, do you know what I'm, like, yeah. do you? 
are you with me? I feel like some people aren't with me, but I feel yeah. like you're with me. Yeah. And even that, like those things are very important. Like what you're like, what things you're currently reaching for, like your schools and like your age, stuff like that. But also to add on to that, people who think that you're, they're your friend, but they don't know how you're doing like one, like mentally and two, like spiritually, like mm-hmm. all my close friends, like they know how I'm doing. Like I share a lot. And I think that's like just a part of my personality, but all my close friends know how I'm doing at all moments of time. And they can also just sense it. So like it's just it's just very easy and you have that deep connection for example like my one friend I (laughs) this is a story I left community group early on Wednesday because something like a notification on my phone like triggered me and I like got like a lot of anxiety and so I left very abruptly I was like I just like my mind is spinning like I can't do this I can't focus I need to leave so I just like literally just left my friend texts me she's like uh, excuse me, what are you doing? I'm very worried. Like, uh, are you okay? I'm going to show up at your house in like five minutes. Like, are you okay? And then I was like, no, 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 Like, don't worry. Like, I'm good. I just need to remove myself. My head was spinning. Like, I was just a little bit anxious. I needed to go. And she was like, okay, thanks for letting me know. How can I pray for you? And I was like, see, that is just like so loving and so kind. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, like I don't deserve this. You know, it's, it's just that feeling of feeling undeserving, but we do deserve friends love. We do deserve God's love because like, it is like, that's what it, we're here for each other for. Amen. Yeah. Oh, this, like, this is a very I'm emotional so episode. Upset. How can I pray for you? Oh, no, you're so no, sweet. <laughs> we'll pray for each other. Yeah. No, that's the thing is like, and also the open vulnerability of asking for prayer. Like I feel vulnerable asking for prayer being like, actually like I need you to pray for me being like I'm going through it and like oftentimes like I pray for you without you asking and like it's a similar way but it's just like asking is like very hard and tough because it's like recognizing that you're going through it and recognizing that you're just like not at a place in your life that you totally align with Mm -hmm. but I feel like we've gotten a little bit off topic so maybe we should should reel it back in unless you had anything more to say on that topic no it would have just been a tangent so keep going (laughs) Okay, so let's reel it in. Um, I guess it's it's slightly similar topic, but we've mentioned how we are going through it. We feel unsupported by friends. We feel supported, but not like feeling like we're putting in all of our, our own effort. How, let's, let's get a little bit more narrow. How are you doing spiritually? Like with this tough season of life, what is your current relationship with God and how has that played into the tough season that you're going through? Hmm. What an excellent question. I would say that I'm not, where I would ideally like to be and something I've been grappling with lately is not expecting everything to in my life to be a hundred percent I'm not going to be able to work out six days a week I'm not going to be able to cook every single meal from scratch with vegetables that I grew out my window I'm not going to be able to call my grandparents every single day get an A on every single test go to church every single I would love to though that would be so great like if someone could find some extra hours in the day I would really really appreciate that like give me those Beyonce hours because how does she do all that all the time with three kids like someone give me some of that but I feel like I've given myself a lot of grace and I've started to wonder too much question mark but also my mother says I'm too hard on myself I just feel like I can find the hours. I want to go to church every Sunday. I want to go to 20s every Sunday. I want to build that community, but I also want to be in a deep, dark cave with nothing but my MCAT physics books. So it's like, how do I balance that? I feel like on one hand, you don't, you know what I mean? So I feel like on one hand- Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll interrupt you. So like, 
The thing is, I think, and you can disagree with me on this, I think if you went to church in 20s, you would feel incrementally better in the other hours of your day, even though you're technically losing time when you go to those things. Would you agree? 100%. Okay. So then what is stopping you from doing it? The only thing stopping me is you've seen my insane, unrealistic calendar. Yes. That is... (laughs) I have one job. I have three volunteer opportunities and I'm about to get a second job and I'm taking six classes and I have to study for the MCAT. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. And I know your schedule is super busy, unrealistic. Like what if, just like a suggestion, like what if like (laughs) maybe like you cut one of those things so you can make time for yourself spiritually and for building your Christian community? Like you're shaking your head at me, but like you may improve your quality of life 100 fold by giving up three hours a week of something. So, so what's stopping you? Like, why can't you give up one of these things in order to replace it with like spiritual growth opportunities? The only thing stopping me is, so like I've said, I'm on my grind, but only for six months. From right, now, but, but, until but God, <laughs> okay, continue. It's just because, so just a little background on the med school application process. Mm-hmm. 51% of people who apply to med school don't get in. Yeah. So in the past cycle, 50, so about half of the people who apply don't get in. Some of them, why'd you apply? Let's be for real right now. Some of them are actually very qualified. Even if, so number one, it's very hard to get in. All the med schools, none of them have double digit um, acceptance rates. So you need to have a very competitive application. I would say the weakest part of my application is my Well, everything, because if you're a traditional pre-med student, you've had your four years of your science major. While you've been doing that, you've been able to get research opportunities and have publications. You've been able to have four years to volunteer. You've had four years to get your clinical experience, all of which are necessary to have a strong med school application. If you don't, you're going to be a part of the 51% who didn't get in. So as a non-traditional student, I'm going up against those people who have had four years to do it. If I listened to my advisors and did what uh, I was supposed to do, I wouldn't be applying next year because it's really not a good idea. I'd be applying the year after next year. As you know, I'm a very impatient person with a huge ego. So I believe if I just grind out and get as many hours as I can at as many volunteering places, at as many clinical experiences, that'll give me the best shot of getting in. If I don't get in in next year's application cycle, I have to wait a whole nother year. Financially, I truly don't know what I would do. I don't know if I'd be able to apply again. I don't know what I would work, where I would live. I wouldn't be able to continue living in Chicago because I wouldn't be able to afford it. I can't go home unless I get rid of my cats because my mom is severely allergic to cats and there's nowhere I could put them that she wouldn't be in contact with. So in my mind, if I just put my head down and grind like I've never grinded before for the next six, seven months and make the best application I possibly can. That's going to open up my the rest of my life where I'll actually have time to not volunteer 17 hours, work 20 hours, go to school for 20 hours a week. I'll be able to like do things. But if I don't do it right the first time and if I only do it halfway and if I don't give my all, I'm going to have to do it all over again for another year. You know what I mean? Yes. So if I do it right the first time, I won't do it again. Yes. And I totally get you in that you are someone who does it 110% as you should. However, at the same time, I think that like everything that you just said 
you're taking control of your life. You're not being God's passenger princess. You're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get in, which is great. And it's great to have motivation. But at the same time, like, don't you think that God would bless you if you kind of just give part of that back to him and he will guide your life? Like he, like God, God will get you into med school. Like can, like you can put your trust in that. And, and I get it. I get it. There's only so many limited hours in a day. And it's, it's so hard to kind of take yourself out of that mentality because I've totally been in that mentality before of like, I have to grind. I have to hustle like in like three months, but like God is here now. Like he, he's, he's waiting for you now. Do you know what I mean? And I mean, I'm just playing devil advocate. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to, I know that I would be happier and feel better if I did, but also, oh, and I said this in a voice memo yesterday, I'm planning on leaving Chicago at the end of next year. So, well, not just to go to church, to build community, to also feel closer to God, but it's like, do I spend the very limited time I have in a day to build community in a place where I don't want to be? Yeah. Not that I get that, but maybe, maybe, maybe what the answer is, is not necessarily building community. Cause like you said, you have me and another Christian friend, like obviously that's not your ideal community state, but like, maybe it's just investing more in your personal relationship with God. That's like not dependent on other people and kind of can transcend beyond the city that you live in or like the state of life that you're in. Yes. What about every Sunday after volunteering, I watch the online service. That's a step. See, that's, 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 you know, you can't ask for everything, but like, as long as you're doing whatever is within your limits to prioritize your relationship with God. And again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. As soon as we get to my portion of this, this section, I'm going to say how I'm struggling with this right now. But I think like we have different areas that we are struggling with right now. And for me, like, I just like, I do go to church every week because that's something set in my schedule, but I, and I think I prioritize community very well, but right now I'm personally struggling with my personal relationship with God on my own individual time so I think there's two sides to it and so like again like if you don't feel like investing in community is going to be beneficial like I think it totally would be in the near term but like I can totally see how you're allocating your hours but yes I think watching online is a good start and going back I do feel like in hindsight and my parents have told me all the time to calm down I simply should go back on anti-anxiety medication um but I feel like I didn't look at it that way of me trying to grab that wheel like my driving yeah. instructor did on my first test which I failed um but I guess in a way I am trying to grab that wheel because like you are the thought of like God will get me in which my dad says to me all the time he's like don't worry you're <laughs> but I think that no I understand always- I understand why it's frustrating when people say like God will provide God will get you in because like that inherently doesn't seem tangible uh and, and I, I feel think like, like that is frustrating for you to hear being like, no, 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 you don't get it. It's all these hours. It's all this studying, like, and those things are real. I feel like, I feel like not, I feel like being frustrated by that shows a weak connection to God. Yeah. Which fair. I didn't realize until you said that. Right. Yeah. And I think like, this is real time live, uh, <laughs> live realization. Cause like, I could do it. I just need to not sleep and study 24 <laughs> seven. Well, you should actually, when I release this podcast, you should go listen back to everything that you said. And cause as I was sitting here listening to it, I was like, wow, like she wants this so bad, which is great and lovely. And like, she's really taking direction in her life, but like, she's not giving God a seat in this really at all. She's just plunging forward and going for it. <laughs> so would encourage you to go listen back to it, to this conversation that we're having, but I think that's also just like a great thing that you can recognize that being like, oh, wow, like maybe I am not giving God the wheel. Maybe I am trying to take control too much. 
I did give God the wheel last night when I went to bed when I didn't really know what was on my chem test this morning and I still think I did a great job on the test because I knew God knew that I knew it like I knew he was saying go to sleep girl you got this you know it and we're yeah. close like that I felt him <laughs> at 2 a.m yeah night. you felt his presence at, at 2 a.m he's always there as we mentioned earlier always in the pod there. He is literally always there. Um, okay, so I guess this transitions well. So actually, no, I will talk uh, since we're talking about your struggles. Let me let me let me dish out mine. Yeah. <laughs> so before we go into potential solutions on how to kind of recenter ourselves, so uh, like I mentioned, I'm going through it, and I think for me, going through it right now means that I am not spending time in the Word in prayer like I want to. I don't feel personally connected with God right now. I feel very personally connected with my Christian community. I feel very supported. I feel very loved, but I personally am far from God. Like I don't have this internal motivation or drive to go read my Bible every day like I did in a previous season of my life. Like it is a struggle for me to open the Bible and like sit down and read. And that frustrates me, but I'm not like, I'm trying to actively change it, but it's very hard because I think what I'm going through right now is not really like questioning my values because I still have those deep, deep at heart. But the things that I'm going through right now are like very much temptation driven by the devil that all these things are coming towards me being like, oh, well, like you could do this, you could do that. And I'm like, no, like, no, I can't do that. But my foundation is not strong enough right now to handle that. And that's why I feel that I'm crumbling because my foundation is not strong. So that's kind of what I'm going through right now. Like I go through the motions. I go to church. I talk about Christian things with my Christian friends. And I think that is all well and good, but I'm not invested personally in my relationship. And I think that's a very vulnerable thing to share because most people think that like, oh yeah, if you're going to church, that means you're like 1000% good with God. Like you're, you're, you're cruising, you're doing great. But like, actually like there's very two different things of like your outward relationship with like the Christian community in your city and your personal relationship with God. So I'm on the other end where like, I'm definitely struggling with that more and still trying to navigate how to do that. And again, it's seasonal. This, this, this will not be forever, but I need to figure out how I get back to that place that I was. What do you think is different in your life now versus when you were in a more joyful season? That's a great question. I, I think when I was in more joyful season, things were just going quote unquote better. I think I just didn't have as much temptation in my life as I do now. Uh, So I think, yeah. Do you think your foundation was stronger because things were going better? Or do you think you didn't realize your foundation was quote unquote weak because things were going well? I think that I built up my foundation very well when things were going good and then things continued to go good. But I think as soon as they started going really good, I kind of dropped it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then when the storm comes, the foundation was not there. So I think mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, what's the, like a snowball effect of like, okay, things are going good. I'm, I'm, I'm in the word. This is great. Things are going great. And then I kind of just like fell off of it because, you know, busyness, different seasons of life. And now I just feel, feel very far from God. This is crazy. This is the exact sermon that I uh, listened to on the first day I went to 20s and Uh it was about the cycle of how close you are to God and it was saying when things are going really good you'll drop that you'll get comfortable yeah and you won't focus as much on your relationship because things are going great why would I focus on building I'm like yeah I'm strong (laughs) like it's cement here and then when (laughs) things start going bad like you said it's already kind of already 
shaky, tilting, yeah. but you didn't yeah. realize. And yeah. then things are going bad, and you're like, "Well, God must hate me. <laughs> Everything sucks." It's like, no, 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 wait, wait. Yeah. And I sent you this article yesterday. In a way, yeah. And I used to hate this saying because I'm like, "We're already strong," but in a way, it is to test your faith and it is to show weaknesses in your faith and where you should focus on building a stronger relationship with God not right. to say like you're a horrible Christian and not say bad things happen to you because God likes watching people suffer like chill like she yeah. say that like where'd you get that from it's <laughs> just to it's just to nudge you mm-hmm. in a better direction right and I, and I think that's, that's a great too. point because I haven't thrown out the faith entirely like I haven't been like oh well like screw all this like it's going poorly like I you know I have not nearly done that but it, it tests your faith and then it shows you that it, you're not at the place you want to be. And so you have to crawl your way back. <laughs> and it's all about not, I mean, be comfortable, but don't, don't be complacent. Right. Com- comfort versus complacent is a, is a good thing to talk you can about. Be comfortable and still be working. But if you're complacent, you've given up on working and you're like, well, this is, this is good. I'll just coast here. Don't coast. Yeah. No coasting, no sailing without working the, the paddles. You know, <laughs> Don't know where that analogy came from. That Do was you sail? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I sail. I, no, I, I literally don't. Um, so I guess like for the two of us, the situational things we're going through, I think we kind of align on things that we're doing to recenter ourselves. You're going to start watching the sermon on Sundays after you get back from volunteering. I which is like a vague thing for me to say is like, I'm just like really going to start prioritizing time in the word. I did that this morning. I felt better today. I already did that. So when I start my day with God and like just even reading for a little bit and a little bit of prayer, it is automatically better. So I need to be doing that every day. This is my accountability right here that I will start doing that. And you I think that's those are- a verse every morning. Oh, after yeah. you're done reading, you should share okay. a verse with a friend. Yeah, I will. Uh, are you open to receiving said verse? <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I sent you the sunrise this morning and I was like, God is good. God is faithful. But I will share a, a verse of my of my morning studies. Amen. Amen. Yeah, but it, it's it's inherently it's inherently tough, which is kind of what I want to dive into a little bit deeper. Um, so Tanu, I think you and I would both agree that like there's this picture of Christianity where like, oh, like Christians have it all right and good and their lives are so easy, but being a Christian is not easy. And I think that's something you discover once you become a Christian, not necessarily before. So um, upholding Christian values isn't inherently easy either. So what are some things you might have struggled with recently and how have you resisted temptation? I mentioned to someone this weekend um, that I didn't want to live with a partner before marriage and that I wasn't interested in having sex before marriage because that just wasn't something that I want to do. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying that's what I want to do. Immediately, I was asked, well, that's stupid. Why you don't want to test drive the car before you buy it? To which I replied, my future husband? It's not a car. I already have one. Thank what are you, you talking about? <laughs> if a man said that about a woman, he would be slapped. So why would yeah. you say that? <laughs> if yeah. a man and his friend sat around and said, wouldn't you want to test drive the car? The way he would get no women ever talking to him ever uh, again. Why would you, number one, number one, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. So one, that is a value that I 
have struggled with in the past. I won't lie. I've, I mean, me too. It's yeah, it's not, it's, it's one of, I will say, I'll say, I think it's one of the hardest things about being a Christian and I I don't, yeah. Especially in today's dating culture, no one is down for that. (laughs) And everyone's like, why would you, I love a situationship. I love to just, I don't want to take anything quick. I want to see where everything goes. I don't want to take anything too quickly, too seriously. Um, That's just like not how I'm interested in living my life. So it's very hard to uphold that value in a group that thinks you are absolutely insane. Well, yeah. Well, you you are the other inherently, and that is the norm. But I don't I don't know know that that's always been the, that way. But I very much consider myself since I have that value. Like I am like the one percent. <laughs> like like it's just like I automatically shift my mind, being like I automatically assume the opposite of people because yeah. it is so different and it is so like people think it's weird and like it, it, it's not like we'll, we'll clarify it's that really like, not it's really not that weird. I'm not um rude, but it's really not why do I feel like you need to have like a disclaimer of like <laughs> live your life like live your life live your life live your life but the two of us have chosen to live Christian lives um we've committed to Jesus we've you know that's the life we've chosen to live and that comes with responsibilities priorities and values and that is one of them which actually to know I think we should do a full episode on this I know like we've been putting it off for a while because it's a very touchy topic (laughs) but I think it would help a lot of people knowing that they're not alone if they are also waiting until marriage to have sex and to live with their partner like weird it grinds my gears (laughs) yeah I don't have the answer to that because I I wish I had the answer to that because I see it differently that it's not weird at all but it's very uncommon in today's day and age it's extremely uncommon and I think that is something that I've struggled with like literally in the past week of being like well (laughs) like why why do I have to do this not even have to but why am I doing this when like everyone else gets to live their life run free and that's like shows I was far from God like the fact that I was like (laughs) angry about that I was like why does this blah 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 like it shows that I was far from God and like I was not centered because that is like inherently what I believe yeah and I knew when you sent me that voice memo because I know that's like that's a tenant in your life it's a tenant I I was like what is she talking about (laughs) I was like you're like she's down back you know I'm so firm on that like I am so firm and the fact that I was like I was like really struggling and now I'm better guys like I'm not 100% better but I'm I'm on the up and up um but that is like something I very much have like preached and like shared about it's tough um but yeah going with your friend being like uh that's not normal like it that hurts first of all so I want to acknowledge like it hurts to stand up for yourself and I feel like I've I haven't had experiences of people like directly saying to my face being like that's dumb like why are you doing that but I've also haven't shared that with too many non-Christian people because yeah, it's a vulnerable thing to share and like they might not always agree but again like live your life do you whatever I mean not whatever there's a time and place like I should have known not to I'll tell you later but I should have known yeah. that that I should just that response was gonna yeah that, that you were gonna get that yeah. response but just <laughs> because you know that you're gonna get a certain response doesn't mean that you shouldn't live your truth and share yeah maybe you know? now they'll know to not maybe now they know maybe they didn't yeah. know now they know so yeah now they know where you stand like this 
You know yeah. why. Now they know well, where you, you stand. Yeah. And I think no, I totally get that. there's an inherent disrespect that comes with people not doing okay so I don't know how to put it I feel like if you're Christian because the Bible teaches us to love all of our brothers and sisters regardless of their faith there's a respect that goes with I wouldn't do that but that has no effect on me so if that makes you happy you should go do that but I I don't agree but like live your life but once you say you're doing it because you're Christian people are like well that's dumbest thing actually that I've ever heard in my life and I'm going to tell you how I feel about that uh, right now and uh, you're gonna have to listen like can we not just what happened to like you do you I do me and well, we I think the problem there is they don't the people we are talking to are not seeing it the same way you are approaching everything through love and a you do you me do me thing I think they're just simply not approaching it that way it's like why are you trying to I'm clearly not going to change my mind and you're clearly yeah. not going to change your mind so what if we just didn't do this <laughs> and yeah. you said oh okay I love that you're choosing to do that for you right and I perfect say, response you do perfect that for response. you yeah and you move on but oh it's just like the district it's like and I was like oh did you guys not know I'm like like super Christian like were you unaware that like I'm <laughs> like Jesus phone Jesus, case? Like, Excuse me? <laughs> like ride or die god girl and they're like yeah but just so I would say always stand up for yourself yeah always stand understand up for that people aren't gonna like it and I don't know where it comes from. I want to get a little bit controversial. I know there's five minutes left on the Zoom. I'm going to say something wild. Cut it out if you want. I feel this way also about veganism, which is not close to religion at all. But I think there's an idea that if you're vegan, you're super healthy. You're drinking your green juice. You're like two pounds and you think you're better than everyone else because you're vegan. So when you tell people you're vegan, they like their back kind of gets up and they're like, well, what do you even eat? Like, do you get enough protein? Like I could never, I love cheese. Like number one, I didn't ask, but like go off. Queen. I love that. For you. And I feel like maybe people feel that with Christianity. They're like, oh, you think you're so much better than me. You think like you love God and God loves you. So I'm actually going to have to, I'm going to take you down a notch. It's like, yeah. I just said, I eat a lot of veggies and I don't want to have sex with a man until I marry him. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah no I totally get that they think it's this like superiority complex of like we think we're better because of that we we don't we actually like like we said earlier like this is not easy like it's not an easy thing that we're doing like by <laughs> the way perfect. like we don't think we're so good for doing this like it's hard to do this and there are temptations in our lives that are tough but we don't think we're better <laughs> we really don't um and I don't know what other way to say that without sounding l- l- like it like it's it's just that is what it is so well, we digress. Um, <laughs> so much. <laughs> that's okay, though. I think that's okay. I think we should do an episode, maybe not the next one, but in the next couple of episodes on waiting to marriage. Thoughts? Yeah? Thoughts? I'm down. <laughs> okay. Let's do <laughs> <Wait>. it. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we'll do an episode topic on that. It's definitely going to be a vulnerable one, but I think it's very important to talk about it so that people know that they are not also alone in that. So just to round out this episode to new, um, this article that you sent me yesterday uh, defined that there is purpose in struggling as Christians. It says that it tests our faith, it builds up our faith, and it allows us to glorify God. So just wanted to share that, not necessarily a question, but really love that article that you found that all this struggle is not for nothing. It is for building our faith. Like I said earlier, like sometimes your foundation is not strong and things like these come at you from different angles. And 
they knock you down. But at the same time, that nudges you to build up your foundation again so that when struggle comes again, you're ready to combat it and to, to fight it. And for me personally, like this season that I'm going through has really taught me that I need to build a strong foundation. And I'm sure you feel similarly that like mm-hmm. we need to build our foundation first before we can combat these tough things that we're going through. Exactly. Couldn't have put it better myself. It's time to get godly. Hashtag get godly. Love it. Love it. I love all your little, little puns and stuff. So I think we should end the episode here considering we only have two minutes left in our free trial of Zoom. So (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to a very chaotic, maybe I would call it vulnerable. It was. um, Yeah. Episode because we're very real and honest on this podcast. If you haven't notice that so <laughs> thank you guys for listening don't forget to leave us a review on spotify or apple podcasts follow us on instagram and if this episode resonated with you send us a dm we'd love to hear from you we would bye <laughs> see you next time <laughs>